Welcome to the Digital Woman Power podcast with me, Rita Parame, Editor-in-Chief of Rich Woman Digital Magazine. My guest today is Sam Bell. He is the co-founder of, N- of VNTR Interactive Incorporated. Let me just read a short bio of Sam Bell. Sam Bell is an entrepreneur, developer, and digital designer. He is the founder of VNTR Interactive Incorporated, a company focused on developing next-generation virtual reality applications for businesses. Also the founder of Sam Bell International LLC, a web development agency. Bell was born in Queens, New York, to a Colombian mother and Moroccan father. He's launched over 100-plus websites and developed apps like Jersey Vegan, and previously an analytics developer at Barclays. Noticed by President Obama, he's now focused on developing a healthy community around virtual reality. So I'd like to say welcome, Sam. Welcome to the Digital Woman Power on Rich Woman Magazine. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here, actually. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for your time and willing to inspire women about technology and all things digital. And especially you are in the space of forward-looking technologies like augmented reality and future reality. So I hope at the end of our interview session, more women will want to embrace forward-looking technologies to future-proof their own businesses. My first question to you, Sam, how did you come about of having a business in using AR or VR technologies? These are future technologies for us. So the mic is yours, Sam. Yeah, thank you. I think it all started, I'd say about six months ago, I was lucky enough to meet two pretty incredible people. And one of them was actually ex-stuntman, previous uh, skydiver. And the other was somebody who was a bit more analytical, an engineer, an architect. And we came together and had just a casual conversation about virtual reality. We shared this similar interest. And before you knew it, we actually met in virtual reality and in a virtual office. And I guess a few days later, we ended up having a name for the company. And things just happen pretty naturally. That's how the company got put together and how I ended up pretty much starting Venture Interactive. And we're based in two different places. I'm based in New York on the East Coast, and they're based out in Puerto Rico. And we do feel that this it's a new sort of roadmap, I'd say, for trying to create companies that are going to be much more global and international. But it, it wasn't without me starting off in web development, growing up in New York City. I had my first company in Brooklyn when I was 17. And just never stopped working, you know, and 10 years into the future, now I'm in the virtual reality space and it's like super exciting. Wow. So you started your um, company when you were 17 years old and what were you doing? What kind of business were you in when you were 17? Oh yeah. So yeah, at 17, we started a company in Brooklyn in Park Slope and it was a web development and digital marketing agency and 
Yeah. And it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting because there was a lot of emerging web technology at the time. We didn't have too many apps yet, mobile apps and things like that. Responsive websites weren't a thing yet. So there was a lot of code that was starting to be used more frequently to do more, I guess you say, interesting things. And that's where it all started for me. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. So uh, my next question, Sam, do you remember a time in your life you're afraid of going into the digital space you are in today, especially you're now in the virtual reality? I think, yeah, there, there is a little bit of uh, fear. I think that we all deal with it a bit. I know some people, we question ourselves and we might have a bit of uh, imposter syndrome, as they say. But I think about the virtual reality space, yeah, it could be, uh, it, it, might, it could be a bit scary, but I think that it's important for you to really do the research. Because if you do the research and you big companies like Facebook, for example, uh, moving into the space and rolling out so many platforms back and forth, like it does make it make the transition a bit smoother. So I think that educating yourself and having the knowledge behind the industry that you're trying to go into can help with a little bit of that uh, fear that you might be experiencing. Yes, you talked about Facebook. You mean the uh, Facebook's Horizon workspace, right? Yeah, because they mm -hmm. we saw there was another there was a few different moves in the way these companies were investing, like Netflix, for example. So yeah, we just saw like uh, a lot of movement in the space. And we kind of looked at ourselves and said, you know what, our instincts are so I guess some of it has to do with listening to your instincts too, and your intuition. Yeah, that's true. What's inspired um, you and led you to decide that now is the time to change your digital story? to have a business in developing VR platforms or apps, as well as uh, content marketing, Sam? Yeah, I think the, the real inspiration, to be quite honest, is just, I realized that me personally, and I know that the, the rest of the team sort of shares this with me, is there's a certain challenge there, right? To create something that's never been done before, especially when it comes to emerging tech. So. The challenge is what drives us, and it's also this concept of can we use this emerging tech to actually improve people's lives on a real genuine basis, the, the same way that give people the same feeling that I get meeting people in virtual reality, for example, and then scaling that up a bit, right, when it comes to certain things like telehealth or anything, or these other sort of concepts that uh, VR can be applied to, so... I think those two things are what really inspires me. And I know that inspires the rest of the team too. Wow. Sounds amazing. And that's, that's going to be something that's outstanding. I think when we experience being in the place where it seems like it's in the reality, it's going to be something um, different. We are in the digital era right now, Sam, and many businesses are suffering not only because of the current pandemic, but also because they did not prepare their business to thrive in the digital era. They haven't embraced any forward-looking technologies or even no new business models deployed. When it concerns digital transformation, what is your personal insight on this? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's a question that we get presented often. And I do think mm -hmm. that 
It's important for business owners to adapt the best way that they possibly can. It's important for business owners to see a bit into the future and apply a bit of like a visionary mindset when it comes to tech, because similar to the way that people treated computers or the way that they treated the internet a few years back, it's always best to embrace what's happening and be one of the first when it comes to certain spaces, for example, creating an e-commerce shop and stuff. And now, you know, if you look at the risk reward factor, when it comes to embracing new tech, sometimes it's better to just embrace some of the emerging tech and apply it, you know, to, to your business model and see where it go or where it can go and assess it. But I always feel like the it's always much more of a reward aspect to it because I don't think that a lot of these future leaning technologies are that costly. If you think about having a business, having your business, for example, be the first business that had a website 20 years ago, it's just worth it when it comes yeah. to making these investments as a business owner. And it does future-proof a lot of what your business uh, is doing. So yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'd like to go into the space of now converse, great conversation that's going around about women exploring male-dominated industries. For instance, women in tech, right? What is your insight on this? Yeah, I honestly think that we need much more diversity in technology. I think that the yeah. last statistic that I found was 14% are minority and women in technology for the most part. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. So... Of course, that number needs to be increased. And I know that with platforms like this and other sort of just increasing the amount of interest and curiosity, right? Hoping that more, more women specifically, but also minorities start becoming more interested in technology and people like myself being able to support that, I think is super, is it's super important. And I think that it's something that I've been, yeah, it's something that I've been passionate about for a very long time, because I know that a lot of these major companies sometimes aren't necessarily very diverse. And I would 100% welcome the change. Mm -hmm. I would love to see the change very soon. Yeah. If not, so it should have happened already. Yeah. Yeah. What is your suggestion for women in this digital era? Yeah, all I can say, I come from my, the, the, the backbone of what I do. I have a very strong family and they're mostly very strong women. And for me, it's just all I, it's not necessarily a suggestion. All I can do is try to support right? And try to be there for them when, when they are looking for a bit of uh, insight into this industry or any industry or when it comes to business. I do come from the idea that I think that, yeah, that some of the most intelligent people I know just happen to be women. And I think that their mm -hmm. insight into things are just absolutely incredible. So it's just a matter of us reshaping things and making sure that as we go into this you know new era, when it comes to this new technology, that the amount of of female CEOs increase. Yeah, that's true. Do you believe women have a future in digital space, Sam? Do I? Of course, yeah. I definitely believe it, and I can almost uh, guarantee it <laughs> because okay. I do see that, just coming from a minority perspective, I can say mm -hmm. that I want to see more of a change there. I want to 
I, I want to see more diversity in tech. And I think that it's coming. Mm-hmm. I think that the era is there. Are we there right now? Possibly not. I do think that we can do a bit better, a lot better, yeah. let's say. But uh, yeah, as companies continue, and I'm hoping to, they consider people like myself job creators. We want to make sure that women in VR incre- yes. like increases uh, in the amount mm-hmm. of jobs, and especially in mm-hmm. roles of leadership. And yeah. that's something that I have control in and the rest of the team and that we, we share the same sort of beliefs and we hope to yeah turn this dialogue into a reality yeah. as soon as we possibly can. Yeah. But what is the limitation or barrier for women to embrace technology? You mentioned earlier also that you want more women to be also involved in future reality technology. What is the limitation or barrier actually for women? Yeah, I think honestly, it's similar to the barrier, very closely related to the barrier for minorities as well in the space. And I think it's just, I think it's funding. I don't think that a lot of, I don't think there are, I don't think there are any limitations, I th- but I think that the issue is access to funding, for example, mm-hmm. uh, maybe access to resources that could also be improved. And I think with those two key things improving, mm-hmm. I do think that we'll see much better And this is, this comes in more of the entrepreneurial sense. And, but when I think it comes to women in leadership and more minorities in leadership in the tech space, I think that it's really, it sits, it's a responsibility of the consumers to push that culture in some of these companies, but it's also the responsibility of a few of these companies too, to make these roles much more open. And I do see a shift in that direction. We hope, we hope and hope that it continues in that direction, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint, I do think that access to funding and better resources, of course, would improve the chances of seeing much more women CEOs, especially women CEOs that are also minorities too. You mentioned about limitation in resource. resource. Does that mean women have limited passion in technology or they, they're just not interested or is it the opportunity? I'd say that it's definitely not like a sort of, I guess, limitation in the sense of personal limitation. It's definitely, I say resources in the sense of access to grants, access to business loans, access to angel investors, just a better access to business development that I think that uh, previously it's been a bit difficult for women and, and minorities to get access to at least Uh, US-based. And I think that an improvement of that, teaching people how to structure an S-Corp or teaching them how to go public when they're ready for it and teach people how to fund their MVP and things like that, that are pretty, I'd say, basic found, like blocks of, of a startup that probably could be more open and uh, openly available, I'd say. Okay, great. What drives you to change the status quo? Yeah, growing mm-hmm. up, it's it's been I've been lucky enough to have a very strong Colombian mom who happens to have been a business owner herself. So she owned a chain of photography studios in wow. the seventies. Yeah, down in okay. Medellin in Colombia, mm-hmm. and she was able to expand very quickly. And she grew mm-hmm. her company to I guess I think it was like four or five locations, and she was on her way to actually franchise pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And then she decided to take a trip to New York City and start a family. <laughs> and then ah, okay. I came into the picture pretty soon after that. But yeah. it's, I guess, one of the things, and I also have a very, she's incredible too, it's my younger sister. She's not, 
too much younger than me and mm-hmm. she can bothers me about it but she's also she's in an education space but i know for a fact that she would make an incredible ceo 100 percent. Mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. people skills are off the charts she's she watches marketing reports on youtube for fun mm-hmm. this is just mm-hmm. like something she does for fun so i think that a lot of the young women in my family they have their master's degrees they've got they're just very smart and intuitive and i think that being raised by them and seeing them so passionate about what they do and helping others, I think that they would be absolutely incredible in business. So I, I, I sometimes wonder if we could do better in maybe providing them when they're ready to start those businesses and those startup ideas come. If we lived in a world where they could get access to those grants, access to those sort of all that funding and those resources, and then make it a natural sort of thing for, for them to sort to, to create these companies. And I, for a fact, know that they would be successful at it. So I think that's one of the sort of things that, that really make me want to push or change the status quo. Yeah, it's, I think it's just a lot of, I just trust that they would do incredible things. So I want to make sure that we build an infrastructure around these like female CEOs so that they can do those incredible things that I I just, I know in my heart that they can pull off and they have, and they will, and they'll continue to do that. But we just want to continue enriching them as as best as we can. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Are you a game changer? And tell me, how did you become a game changer? Can you share your story on that i'd say that i I think that Mm -hmm. sometimes it's uh we don't give ourselves enough credit but Mm -hmm. i do see a much more inclusive world in the future especially when it comes into business and i think that what we're doing now is pretty incredible i I came from uh, a world where if learning all these programming languages and all this coding and all this digital design you were limited in a way right like i i grew up quite literally in the agency world in New York City. And I was get told to work on things and it's don't get ahead of yourself, sit at the office and and get these projects done. And that's that, right? So I think for me being first generation American, coming out of that space and then going on to start my own company, this is my second company now, and being in VR and augmented reality and applying it to things that are quite literally, uh, it just hasn't been applied to yet. Yeah. And then hoping to really like quite genuinely revolutionize a lot of these spaces, like, uh, for example, like the medical industry, quite, I do, I do think you can consider me a game changer, but I'm still quite, I'm still in the game. So I guess, I guess you'd say, so there's still a lot of points for me to put up on the board, but I do think that we're moving it. We're moving in the right direction and I'm hoping to be a role model for a lot of other first generation, second generation Americans in the future, young minorities, young minority Americans do and realize that they have a space they've got somebody to look up to that it can be done and that Mm -hmm. they can be successful yeah but you are though you are already doing that you are the role model right now sam seeing you in this in this businesses that you are doing right now you're an entrepreneur that's that's just amazing you have two companies and it's running it's still running until now and you recently developed the augmented reality and future reality companies as well. And that's quite an achievement, I think. And you are already a role model for, for other people. 
and that's really amazing especially for the young people in 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 not only in the US globally i salute you for that and now i'd like to ask you what is your advice for women who want to enter a digital business well, yeah thanks thanks for the kind words too that honestly it, it does it, it means a lot because i was always trying to look for representation in this space and sometimes it was a bit difficult to find that so i appreciate that i'd say again i don't want to it's not going to come off as like a sense of i guess you'd say advice all i can say is try to find a group of people that you love working with try to find mm -hmm. a group of people that are future thinking that they're visionaries try to find a group of people that genuinely care about reshaping how things have been done in the past so they've got to yeah. be a bit rebellious i'd say and just try to do things with structure i'm not saying that you have to everything is about balance i'm a big believer in that correct have a bit of structure but don't feel overly don't be overstressed or, or feel like you have to micromanage i guess you'd say when it comes to things try to let things happen a bit naturally but also don't you know sit on the sidelines either i think that it's a combination of both but i think this is advice that i would give any entrepreneur in a sense but i'd also say that there's a lot of very you know and i know them on clubhouse there are people that i network with very strong women that are also in positions of power and influence at this point yeah. and it's important yeah. to connect with them mm -hmm. join groups and like this for example and mm -hmm. really get to know people and i think that the concept of networking it's great but genuinely get to know people it's the same it's the same as networking but i think that the i think it's just it's just important to connect with people on a different level and see where things go. It might be like pretty yeah. obvious, the advice, but I, that's the advice that I've always, or that's the path that I've always taken. And it seems to work pretty well. So. Yeah, I think you're right. It's also um, important to embrace the technology itself and adapt to the technology, especially we are now in the digital space, digital era. So yeah, thanks, uh, Sam. Uh, where can our listeners find you, Sam? Of course, I'm on Twitter. Of course, I'm on you know Instagram. You probably mm -hmm. won't catch me posting too much, but because I'm wrapped up with a bunch of projects and things, but I'm always available to talk. So f for anyone, okay. and I make that a thing because some people might have stresses about business. I've got people that message me sometimes and they say hey i'd like to just talk it's been a bit stressful you're the only one that i can talk to when it comes to understanding these sort of things and i'm available for that i yeah. i want people to feel i get where you're coming from and mm. i and while i have the time i'm more than happy to share that time with people because i do enjoy talking to people <laughs> like i i enjoy getting to know but i also know that business can be stressful sometimes and you kind of need to go to someone who understands those stresses, but also mm -hmm. is not going to judge. I think that when people come to me and they tell me, hey, I'm stressed out, things have been going this way or that way, I tell them that they've done the right thing. So yeah, yeah. You, you can find me on most of these social media platforms and especially, and I want people to know that you should never feel shy if there's something going on with your business that, or because we take business very passionately as entrepreneurs and uh creators and founders and stuff so i do think that it's important to just be honest with your feelings and stuff and and yeah I, so i'm there for that but yes you can find me on twitter and and instagram and all those awesome platforms linkedin as well yeah 
Yeah, I, I, I can guarantee that too, because you have, when we talk, Sam, we always have interesting topics uh, to discuss, especially on VR, right? Especially concerning uh, marketing contents. You always um, provide um, great and great ideas. And that's why I like to talk about you. So yeah, I will advise my listeners to also <laughs> reach out to you. So what's your IG and LinkedIn address or what's the, what's the ID? Is it Sam Bell? Sam Bell or? Yeah, it's so IG is at Sam Bell co so s-a-m-b-l-c-o and it's the same okay. for all my social media platforms yeah including linkedin right yeah yeah okay awesome yeah we will soon go into the q a session sam i want to thank you sam bell for being my guest on the digital women power podcast today and i'm very grateful to all of, to all of our listeners and um, again thank you sam Thank you. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't go anywhere. <laughs> we will have the Q&A session. And I'd like to um, say my parting words. If you enjoyed this conversation, I would love to invite you to share and also listen to my colleagues' podcast at richwoman.co and follow us on Clubhouse at Rich Woman Magazine Club. Also, join my Top Tech Leaders Club where together with the expert speakers, we help the global citizens and parents to acknowledge how technology is currently transforming our daily lifestyles by highlighting issues faced in the digital age and solutions to embrace and adapt to the use of technology or digital. This episode is sponsored by MTN Press. MTN Press is the publishing house behind niche publications like Rich Human, Sovereign, and the Quantum of Light magazines, all British brands with a global reach. They deliver the good news straight to the desk of decision makers, the CEOs, presidents, CFOs, consultants, investors, influencers, bankers, PR agencies, heads of global operations, to name just a few. They also offer specialized support through a range of bespoke services, tools, and systems to help publishers like you grow both their presence and business. Whether you are running a blog, a niche magazine, or thinking to start one, their expert knowledge in the world of publishing can give you the tools and the expertise and the confidence you need to succeed. Check them out at mtnpress.co.uk or find Follow the link in the episode description.